Interior, judges panel. Tiffany, I'm extremely disappointed in you. This is a joke to you. You've been through anger management. You've been through your grandmother getting her lights turned off to buy you a bathing suit for this competition. And you go over there and you joke and you laugh. This is serious to these girls. And this should be serious to you. Looks can be deceiving. I'm hurt. I am. But I can't change it, Tyra. I've been... You can't change what? I'm sick of crying about stuff that I cannot change. I'm sick of being disappointed. I'm sick of all of it. I'm not... You're not sick of being disappointed, Tiffany. Obviously, I, obviously I am... No, you're not. If you were sick of being disappointed, you would stand up and you would take control of your destiny. Did you know that you had the possibility, possibility to win... Did you know that all of America is rooting for you? Do you know that? And then you come here and you treat this like a joke? You come here and look at that and say, I can't read that? You read 10 times better than half those girls over there. Two male judges trying desperately to assert their masculinity. You did. You did. <laughs> and then and you come in here with a defeatist attitude? I don't have a bad attitude. Maybe I am angry inside. I've been through stuff, so I'm angry. Be quiet, Tiffany. <laughs> Be quiet! <laughs> Stop it! I've never in my life yelled at a girl like this. When my mother yells at me like this, it's because she loves me. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Learn something from this. When you go to bed at night, you lay there and you take responsibility for yourself because nobody's going to take responsibility for you. You're rolling your eyes and you act like it's because you've heard it all before. You've heard it all before. You don't know where I, the hell I'm coming from. You have no idea what I've been through. But I'm not a victim. I grow from it and I learn. Take responsibility for yourself. And with that, Tiffany exited. And Tyra took a breath. In her exit interview, Tiffany told us, Tyra really did care about me, her yelling at me. I have the utmost respect for her. That showed me that she saw deeply into me and she cared about me. And that's cool kind of knowing that, you know. Tyra cares about you. Stop it! <laughs> this is the Extra Extra Podcast. Extra, 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 extra. Hi, welcome back to the Extra Extra Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Esparza. And I'm Julie Gonzalez. Now, Jesse, before we start the podcast this week, I want to just make an announcement. You guys, we do have a new Facebook page for our <laughs> podcast, Extra Extra Podcast. So you can go to facebook.com slash the Extra Extra Podcast. And you guys... <laughs> Please like it, follow it, um, go to our iTunes, subscribe, download, comment, rate. Like, Jesse, within an hour of <laughs> yeah. the Facebook page, uh -huh. we received our first hater. Yeah, you know what? We have a hater. And you know what? Her <clears throat> critiques weren't constructive. But, but you know, we'll read what she said. Uh, now, um, our um, hater, who is known as... Oh, uh... Beautiful sandals. Said, I got excited thinking Sarah Paulson was going to be on this show. <laughs> Just a bunch of giggling men laughing about Sarah's relationship with Hosts and experts didn't know much about anything. Waste of time. No wonder your page only has 25 likes. <laughs> well, guess what? Beautiful sandals. Yeah, I have 61 likes. Yeah. And my thing is, like, who really gets that excited about Sarah Paulson? I know, I know. And you know what? I do indeed think this is Michelle Thompson. <laughs> Michelle, is this you? <laughs> I 
I think she's just trying to get back at Julian being mean to her. I'm, you always got mean to her, but I'm not. You are. I, give me one time I was mean to Michelle. When you told her, Michelle, Michelle Thompson. when you told her her 2007 self was much better than her current self. I mean, I didn't know her, but she, in the picture, she looked more fun. <laughs> Am yeah. I no, to you're talk? not supposed to talk. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, so Jesse, you know, a while back I said I want to, if I can, do a conspiracy theory in each episode. Oh please, okay, I am so, so ready. I found a conspiracy theory. That now this, you have a lot to live up to. No. The Beyonce's a witch. Uh, no, this one is going Taylor Swift is downhill. okay. <laughs> this one is not going to. Uh, it's new to me, but it came out in 2010. Okay. Now a number of conspiracy theorists are convinced that pop icons. Lady Gaga <laughs> is in fact a killer who murders her <laughs> musical rivals. Okay, so um, basically, if we go back in time to 2008, right mm-hmm. before Lady Gaga popped off with Just Dance, yes, there was an artist who I've never heard of named Lena Morgana. Okay, and she was a 19-year-old pop singer. Um, Lady Gaga's ex-boyfriend, but boyfriend at the time, and also producer, was helping to produce this woman's music. Wow. And so Lady Gaga had written, like, 12 tracks for this girl. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Now, what happened was her fans, Lena's fans, noted that after Lena died from suicide by falling <gasps> off the top of a building... Oh, my God. ...that Lady Gaga, two weeks later, her Just Dance single popped off, but she had stolen all of Lena's um, imagery, her look... Her musical style, her musicality, and so someone started a page mm-hmm. called on Facebook called Lady Gaga Still Dead People. <laughs> so I'm just gonna read what we have here. It's kind of long, but Lady Gaga's been criticized for everything from stealing style to stealing songs and outraging Peter with her meat bikini. Or, this is the first time Lady Gaga is accused of stealing other people's souls. Yana Morgana, mo- mother of late aspiring singer Lena Morgana, is accusing Gaga of holding her daughter's soul after Lena committed suicide in October of 2008. <clears throat> the fact is that Lady Gaga and Lena Morgana were good friends before Lena died. They met in 2007 when Gaga's then producer boyfriend Rob Fusari wanted Lady to write tracks for Morgana's debut solo album. Lady Gaga did write some, including Wonderland, that is available online. <laughs> Lena Morgana does sound a lot like Lady Gaga in this track, kind of creepy. Lena's mom claims everything about Lady Gaga says that she's possessing Lena's soul. Quote, I want to keep Lena's spirit alive. Lady Gaga is holding Lena's soul, and I want her soul to be free, Yana Morgana said. Every other word she says is from Lena. She talks about (laughs) having a dark and tragic life, but she's had everything she wanted in the world. She went to the same high school as Nikki Hilton. Her parents were rich. <laughs> but Lena did have a tough life, and she often talked about her tragic life. As a fact to prove her point, Lena Morgana's mom said that Lady Gaga owes her extravagant sense of style to Lena, who was the first to wear wigs. Oh my god! <laughs> leather bikinis and thigh high boots. So, you guys heard it here first. Yana Morgana saying that Lena Morgana is the first person ever to wear wigs, leather bikinis, and thigh high boots, insinuating that Lady Gaga is, in fact, Keeping Lena's soul inside of her. Okay, but wait. When you said when you first reported this, I thought she was killing other people. Only it's just the one. Yeah, it's just the one. Oh well, you said she kills pop stars. That's what, that's what they were saying. But she only killed one. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Um. You know what? Is no, no. You know what? I'm debunking this. I think I'm debunking I mean, I'm this. I'm debunking it too. But the funny thing is, is like <clears throat> there's nothing funny about this. <laughs> Great, great. I know a girl who knew Lady Gaga right before she 
went uh, got famous with yeah. Just Dance. Maybe I'll ask her about it. Ask her. I, mean, like, I will. Because I've never heard of Lena, so I'm like, is this even a real person, or um, is this, you know, um, a fable someone made up? Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah. You know what? When you said go, it's going downhill. You were right. <laughs> you know what? I'm. There aren't that many good um, conspiracy conspiracy theories that I can find right mm-hmm. now. I really do think that Beyonce killed John Rivers. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's not a conspiracy theory. I think it's true that Kim Kardashian um, faked the Paris robbery to get her butt cheeks taken out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great. Okay, so you guys, we have a wonderful guest with us this week. (laughs) It's Greg Giebel. Thank you. Welcome, welcome. How's it going? Uh, It's going well. Great, great. Okay, so Greg, before we even Mm -hmm. get into anything, you heard our haters say that our expert was that expert Mm -hmm. as the person they claim to be now. We're not even getting to your celebrity yet, but are you, in fact, an expert on your celebrity? Uh, I try to be. Um, That's all we can ask. Yeah. Yeah. He has notes. The first guest who's had notes. Um, So, I want to start this week with top five. Oh, you do? Oh. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, okay. So, these are the top five stories of the week, according to me, because my opinion is the only one that matters. Because Taylor Swift's massive GoFundMe donations have changed the way that the crowdfunding site does business. Okay. okay so in July 2015, mm-hmm. Swift single-handedly changed the platform by giving $50,000 to an 11-year-old fan who was diagnosed with acute Miley Jonas. <laughs> Miley Jonas. <laughs> Sometimes I leukemia. Oh, my God. Don't, don't say it like that. Myelogenary. Okay. 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 The maximum the maximum limit allowed for the website's donation was five thousand. Donations exceeding more than a thousand or two thousand were considered rare. But GoFundMe CEO Rob Solomon discussed in an interview with International Business Times the impact that celebrities and social media influencers. Um, had on this website. Quote, Taylor Swift came in and wanted to donate 50000 and our system at the time wasn't built for that. So she actually made multiple donations that totaled 50000 and when she did that, we fixed the system and didn't limit the amount of money that a donor um, could leave on the platform. She actually changed the way we do business. At that point, she should, no, at that point, she should just give a personal check to this girl. I feel I like know, that I would be... Oh, uh, well, she could have just did it like a press release or, or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do I think about Yeah, I, I can't knock someone for giving to charity. It's kind of a hard thing. Like you're gonna debate that. Uh, yeah. I, I think it, no. She. I think. See. I think at that point she should just give the girl money. But we know Taylor donates so much money to everyone. She donated a million dollars to the floods in um, Louisiana. She donated. You shouldn't have to have people know that you're donating just to donate. The one where she got called out on, like, uh, not Selena Gomez, but Demi Lovato, like, called her out on something, and that then it came. Donating to Kesha. Yes, um, and then it came out that she did it, but she did that without telling anyone. And then after she got called out, then they were like, no, "Where?" How would have Demi known about it? 
Uh, <laughs> she didn't. She like I think she accused her of being like, oh, you don't care about this, and then uh, it came out that she'd actually donated like yeah, underneath. Exactly. She donated a million to yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, like someone who really donate? needs it. Yeah, I mean, I really need a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. I can't like. Uh, can you wow! Look at this. Look, already coming in with expert opinions. This next story is mighty bunk. Okay. Now this, honestly, this story shook me to my core. This theory that Beyonce killed Joan Rivers shook me to my core. You guys want to love Joan Rivers? Okay. So Joan Rivers was so terrified of the ravages of getting old that she threatened to commit suicide just five days before the cosmetic surgery that plunged her into her fatal coma in 2014. Oh my God. In fact, this new report claims Joan considered killing herself at least three times. In her final tortured days, the 81-year-old stand-up star was suffering from total exhaustion and was ready to pack it in according to a member of her inner circle. Quote, age sucks. I don't want <laughs> That's the quote? Jesus. <laughs> I don't want to be incapacitated. If I can't get up and work and do my act, I don't want to live. Though she often joked about her obsession with plastic surgery, Joan was convinced she was elite even after all the work. Author Leslie Bennett, also re- who is like who wrote this tell us this all mm-hmm. also reveals that the Shark Tank star was anorexic, anemic, and even predicted that the minor throat surgery might kill her. "Quote: I have a premonition, um, this isn't going to go well." She told her daughter Melissa before the procedure. Wow. You know, this is another conspiracy. Ah! That she <laughs> killed herself by doing surgery? No, I don't think I don't believe that. But I do believe that she did. Didn't like the idea of getting old, you know? Yeah, I have you seen her documentary? She like hates it. She loves yeah. working and she she doesn't like not being able to do things. Of course. I feel like that's how all old people are. I feel like that's everyone in general, right? Yeah. No one likes getting old. Yeah. But um, so you're saying she killed herself? Well, I don't believe Beyonce killed her, but <laughs> Do you think Beyonce like, killed her? I you know what? Uh you know I I don't know that theory, <laughs> okay, but it sounds that. very realistic. I feel like I've probably heard you talk about it, Julian. Yeah. <laughs> Um, or at least saw the video, the yeah. viral My video. My question with this is: this woman's, uh, who are her sources? <laughs> like, you know what? It, it's always someone's sources. Probably like, probably like the nurse that gave her the, <laughs> the anesthesiology. It's Kathy Griffin. <laughs> 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 it might be a Kathy and her new book. Yeah. That we reported last week where she talked about meeting um, Woody Allen. Woody Allen. She, man, she's trying to get in that in the press yeah. any way she can. Uh, well, rest in well, peace, yeah, Joan. Rest in peace, Joan. And you know, keep going working. Yeah, I hope you're. Yeah, I hope you're working hard up there. In heaven. <laughs> she killed herself. She's in hell. Stop. <laughs> That's the fact. <laughs> Hopefully, she's not. I don't think she did. <laughs> you guys, this next story honestly makes me so sad because you know, I'm trying to decide if I should still love Tila Tequila or not. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, no. I've right. never been a, a huge you know, fan. I'm a huge supporter of Tila Tequila from my face. Why? To Shout Out Love Two. To when she had her little baby, to when she was dating the lesbian girl that died. Can I give a sneak preview of my uh, celebrity uh, choice? No, Is no. this actually ties into it though? Because okay. it also involves a sex tape, and Tila Tequila infamously had a sex tape. So there we go. That doesn't tie sneak. in very well. It's at a sneak. All. It's a sneak peek. All right, it's a sneak peek. <laughs> okay, so I feel like Tila Tequila is lost, and I'm really feeling bad for her, you guys. I think she's trying to hold on to fame by any means necessary, and it doesn't look good these days, you guys. Okay, a photo showing Tila Tequila and two men doing the Nazi salute at an alt right, which is just um, media for <laughs> neo Nazis. <laughs> Conference held in Washington, D.C. on Saturday, November 19th, has led to Tila's Twitter account being suspended. Now, as we know, for the last few years, like, Tila has really been supportive of Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like, honestly, I feel like 
I feel like she's just trying to stay relevant. I don't know if this is really her because how can you support um, neo-Nazis if you're like not even I know if you're not white I feel like she goes to these things and people I feel like people like hate her I feel like she's she's using her I think she's like their little like what they call like their token Asian yeah yeah neo-nazis aren't known for being good guys so I'm sure using them but I don't think they would even use her I feel like if you're a true neo-nazi you wouldn't even allow her in the convention that's true. Uh, <laughs> and then did you see that she posted a while ago a picture of her baby with a Hitler mustache and said something to the effect of like, <sighs> um, I'm getting hated for my views, so I'm going to put this on here so that you can understand what hate is like and how to overcome it or something. <laughs> yeah, I think she's had a rough go of things the past she's decade. Not, she's not. Yeah, yeah of course she is. She isn't just like trying to be relevant. This is like, this is someone she has really a, struggling. She has a mental illness. Yeah. Didn't she say she was abducted by aliens too? Yeah, <laughs> among other things. I think yeah, she believes in the flat world theory, uh, which is very popular but amongst C-list celebrities. This is all a joke to her is because she keeps taking all these things that are like obviously that she knows are to be false, and she keeps trying to prove that they're true. So that's why I just think that this could all be a joke. At the end of the day, like Taylor Nagger's Twitter account suspended. Like, how are you gonna make money? Like, <laughs> Twitter. She's probably still on MySpace. <laughs> I found out the other day that Azalea Banks, she's still banned from Twitter, which yeah, I was kind of oh like, that's wow, a yeah. We're, yeah, we know. She posts on Facebook. Yeah, they take it very serious, yeah. many people. <laughs> but Donald Trump still has a Twitter. Well, he's the president of life. <laughs> if, if, if they block him, he'll uh, completely wipe Twitter from existence. He'll bomb Twitter, yeah. <laughs> the Twitter headquarters. Too real! Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's going to be two parts to this next story. Oh, God. It involves two celebrity sons slash brothers okay. in a similar predicament. Okay. Can I just ask, when you say the word celebrity, do you mean it very, very loosely? Like they're just kind of <laughs> somewhat famous and for something? Well, in this one, these ones are famous. Okay. So, yeah. And they're people that we know. Gotcha. That are in the tablet. Yeah, people gotcha. that we know. Yeah. I need... Like if you, if you Google my name, a bunch of Julians pop up and there's nothing about me. But when you Google these people's names, stuff pops up. So. I think I think my picture is one on the first page. Uh, if you'd Google my name, I think mine's my dad. <laughs> he beats me. I'm a junior. I'm a junior. Oh wow. One or two or three. Uh, just I mean, two. two three. I'm just two. Okay. I'm a three. Did you know that? Nobody really? <laughs> Whatever. Madonna's son Rocco Richie has been arrested for cannabis possession near his home in Primrose Hills in North London. The Sun reports the 16-year-old was allegedly caught with marijuana in his bag after disgruntled neighbors called the police to report him smoking or doing drugs. Sources told the Sun that the police found Rocco sitting on a wall with a male friend. He was seen tossing something away as they arrived. After noticing cannabis traces mm-hmm. on his clothing, the cops reportedly found a small quantity of the drugs in his bag. A source revealed that Rocco has become a well-known figure in the neighborhood, and not for the right reasons. He's been reportedly seen acting suspicious. Quote, the incident was the final straw. Local residents are fed up with him acting in this manner and called the police. Rocco will not get a criminal record, but the offense will be noted. Can I please step in here? Because I reported this about two or three months ago, because he was... Uh, with Madonna, Madonna had sole custody of him, yeah. but then he requested to be moved. He to be moved with his dad, yeah, Guy Ritchie, yeah. and I said no. That's not a good idea. A child should always be with his mother. Well, he's weed at the time. But then probably not. So but then, now then he didn't report this. What? Then he didn't report this story. Okay. But I don't know. I reported that he that uh, he moved in with his dad. Yeah. 
You remember Jesse this? Jesse had a premonition that something bad was going to happen. And I knew, I knew. I was like, he should not be moving in with his dad. A child should be with his mother. And look, he goes, exactly. But then he goes, and now he's with his father. And look, look what happens. He's a, a downward spiral. Look at him. Okay, well, look at part two. Frankie Jonas, the younger. <laughs> no, wait, no, <laughs> wait. Neither one of these are celebrities. These are not, these are not intermittent intertwined. Wait, because they are. It's the same story. Wait, ready? Frankie Jonas, the youngest Jonas brother, was busted and fined for. But it has nothing to do. They have nothing to do with each other. Wait, because I think Pi. They have nothing. Con- conspiracy theory that he might be no, friends. I didn't <laughs> say they you said they did. I Listen, it's I. It's the same topic. That's why I'm not doing two different stories. I think one topic. It's going to be the subject is teens with marijuana, and this is uh, you know, with the little left bracket and the right bracket. So Frankie Jonas, <laughs> the youngest Jonas brother, was busted and fined for possessing pot on Tuesday. The 16-year-old bonus Jonas, as Joe Bo fans like to call him, was caught with marijuana inside of a cop outside a convenience store in Nashville, Tennessee. Some reports say that Frankie Jonas was arrested, while other reports say that he was just given a citation. Well, Gossip Cop says it's not clear what happened exactly, but Frankie is reportedly remorseful about the whole ordeal, especially since he's managed to keep his nose clean until now. But a few weeks ago, paparazzi did catch Frankie Jonas and Joe Jonas' older brother, or older brother Nick Jonas, playing golf, and they both had either a cigarette or a weed cigarette in their hand smoking. So, mm-hmm. that, to me, this is the same story because it's both two celebrities that are related to celebrities that are teenagers smoking weed. But I'm trying to tie it back into my story because it has great. more relevance to it because great. he, uh, there's a reason now why he is doing this because he's no longer with his mother, he's well, with his father might, who doesn't, who doesn't care about rules. That might not be the reason. <laughs> I have uh, some feelings on this. Okay, please. Uh, I, I think it's fine that he went to go move in with Guy Ritchie. I, I think that's fine. He wants to spend more time with his dad. But what is he doing now? Getting in trouble. He wasn't doing that shit with Madonna. Maybe he was. He wasn't doing that shit with Madonna. But she was able to like pay the paparazzi off and not. Well, Guy Ritchie should also be able to do that. Why? Like both these kids are under eighteen, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why are paparazzi following? Minors. Does anyone else like that? Weirds well, me out. Yeah, but like you said, that they were taking photos because he was with uh, oh, yeah. Nick Jonas. Yeah. yeah, but he's on. He's like sixteen years old, seventeen years old. That feels a little they strange. Was at yeah, yeah, that was took, also wrong. They, I feel they like right. Took a pussy shot of her at like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's horrible. <laughs> Guys, he should have stayed with Madonna. Oh my god. Cool, I had to stop. I had everything and I was absolutely broken inside and I kept it all together. For an American Music Award? (laughs) Sorry, please. (laughs) Keep going. It's right next to the Public Choice Award. She won Best Pop Vocals. For She won. Okay, okay. And she she made her remember, as we said a few minutes ago, she took a hiatus and went to rehab for exhaustion and depression, uh, all caused from her lupus. I had to stop. I had everything, and I was absolutely broken inside. And I kept it all together enough never to let you down. Instead, I let myself down. And then she also returned to social media this week to thank her fans. Um, the singer who announced back in August that she was taking a break to focus on her health took to Instagram on Thursday to reflect on her self-imposed break. Quote, I have a lot to be thankful for this year. My year has been the hardest um, yet most rewarding one yet. I finally fought the fight of not being enough. I have only wanted to reflect the love you guys have given me for years and show you how important it is to take care of you. Be grace through faith, kindness, always win. You know what, Selena? I love you for this. 
you know, get your mental health correct. And then, you know what, Selena, you, know, you don't even have to come back to the spot. Like, girl, just take the time. <laughs> open a nice little restaurant. Like, I always say, everyone, open a restaurant. <laughs> just be in the background because, girl, you have enough money now. You don't need to do anything else. You need to focus on your mental health. You're a young girl. Um, I love, I mean, I love this story. Uh, <laughs> was that nice. was her acceptance speech? Well, not the whole thing, but only the first time. You didn't see it? No. And then Lady Gaga was in the audience crying. Rid- okay. Lady Gaga was in the audience crying. <clears throat> she was trying to take the spotlight away <laughs> in that moment. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to kill Selena. <laughs> she had a center part with a ponytail, and then she had the red um, gown on. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, good for her. That she's so happy to win an American Music Award. Okay, very glad. I'm very glad that you know someone has to be. You know, Beyonce's not showing up to the American Music Awards. <laughs> well, that's a mistake in yeah. of itself, right? But um, but um, yeah, good for her. And I feel like yeah, you know, uh, I hope uh, she gets. I don't know, better. Uh, I feel like yeah, if you're overworked, you shouldn't be working that much. Maybe she, yeah, like you said, she should take some time off. You know what? The quote really says. Oh my God. Kanye West. No. Quote Kanye West to what you just said. Fake, 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 fake. Just my analysis. Okay, because that's on a very distant. Okay, you want to know my real? Who gives a fuck about Selena Gomez? That's what I have to say. Who cares about her? When is when was the last album she came out with? It just came out this year and it had handsome myself. Exactly. Nobody knows about it. Nobody cares about it. Nobody cares about it. Nobody cares. Selena Gomez hasn't been relevant since Spring Breakers, to be honest with you. And that's just, that's the truth. She can't really sing. She can't really act. Why is she famous? Ariana Grande is better than her. Is that fake? Is that fake? Is that fake? Is that fake? Selena Gomez has not hosted a Saturday Night Live. Ariana Grande has twice. Oh, has she? Still irrelevant. Irrelevant. Wouldn't know it. Never seen it. That's because they're not going to hire you. Haven't? You know what? Uh... Good for her. I feel like I just don't have any. No- I have no knowledge of Selena. Do you Gomez. care about Selena Gomez? I, I you know what? No, I you don't. Bad for her that she feels no, the you need to know explain her. to her fans that she's Not going through some problems. No, <laughs> her fans already know that she took a break. Yeah, but like, why does she feel the need to address them? I guess no, that's sad. She wasn't even going to. She came about the award and she said that this award means a lot because in the 2000 at the AMAs in 2014, she got up to perform a song and she couldn't get through. She was crying because she was going through depression. Okay, so she said, "This is my return to the stage when I came out here." In 2014, you, you guys saw me go through it. I took time for myself. I found myself. I figured out what was wrong. I'm taking care of myself. Thank you for standing by me. And when I canceled my tour, you guys didn't complain about it. You didn't fight about it. You know, you wanted me to get better. So that's what she was saying. So you know what? Yeah, no, I get Not that. Okay. No, I, 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 I feel like she needs to even uh, justify anything or even explain anything. If she wants to take time away to be for herself, then she can do that. I feel like the fact that she... Has to even go this much further to, I guess, stay relevant or like she's right. PR people. Oh, PR people. I'm not saying like PR people telling her that she has Wait. to do this is sad. They gave her an award. She had to give us. Uh, it's an AMA though. Let's be honest. <laughs> Thank you. That's, okay, and what awards do you have? Okay. I think I got something in high school for yeah, like. For, for, like runner up in right. Ooh. Uh, most likely to be a talk show host in the yearbook. So right. thank you very wow. much. Wow. Oh, oh, someone shaded our guest. It's hurtful. <laughs> 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 Julian chooses Selena Gomez over you, Greg. Sorry. I just can't keep my hands from my side. That album was a bop. I loved it. All right, okay. Okay, so you guys, uh, Greg. Yes. Every episode, we like to interview a guest, a celebrity that they love, someone they're knowledgeable about, someone maybe they've met 
in person and have a story about. So who is that story? Can I just can I say I wanted to ask Greg about this yeah. because who was your first choice? Um, my very first choice was uh, actually it was Sam Rockwell, but you didn't want okay, him because you didn't then, know him. Because it was then who was your other one? Uh, it was Michael Fosbury. And then who was your your other one that we said we already did? Uh, Kurt Russell. No, 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 no. Your other oh, one. Oh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yes, they're all blanking because in my we head. just we just had a, a guest on yeah. last week and his. Favorite celebrity was Tom Hardy. And I was joking. I was like, oh, all straight white men like Tom Hardy. Yeah. And look, you wanted to talk about Tom Hardy. Yeah. What is it about straight white males and Tom Hardy? I, I'm very curious. Um, I think part of it is that he's literally had, like, quote, unquote, the, the coolest roles in Hollywood for the past like Inception? five years. Inception? He was great in Inception. <laughs> uh, he, was fantastic. he was like, I think, the Bane? breakout star in that. Bane? Uh, Bane, another great one. He was in uh, Bronson. He's just kind of like a cool. What he is, I think, is that like he's a very uh, you want to be masculine. You want to be friends with him? Yeah, he's like a okay, super so masculine guy that you want to be okay. like. Now, who did you really want to talk about this week? Because you changed your mind about okay, six or seven I, times. Yeah, I did change my mind like six, seven times. Uh, you changed your mind a few hours ago. <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, I'm going with uh, Colin Farrell. Great. Great. So, what is it about Colin Farrell that you like? Give me if, up to five reasons why you love Colin Farrell. <laughs> okay. Really, I like Colin Farrell a lot. I feel the need to defend him, I find myself. Okay. You know, I feel like a lot of people uh, don't take him serious. Rough years of being the party boy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and think he so. he with Britney Spears? Well, that's... We don't he did. <laughs> it's sourced on Wikipedia. Uh, it does say he did have uh, a fling with her. Yeah. <laughs> Says that. Among- no, I just think he uh, gets a bad rap by a lot of people, and he's actually like a fantastic actor. Has he won any awards? Uh, I don't believe he actually has. Oh, okay. He's been nominated for a few things, but he's never actually won anything because mm. most of his best roles are for smaller films that didn't mm. do that well at the box office, uh, which is sad because mm-hmm. he deserves better. Mm-hmm. So I'm here uh, to defend him. Great. So you really like him mostly for his acting? Uh, acting, yeah, definitely. Actually, you know what? Here's the thing most people don't know about him is that he's actually like a really good guy. The way <laughs> I, I wrote this down in my notes, it was, he's a generally good with personal <laughs> demons. So I couldn't hear you over Jesse's Yeah, he's generally good with personal demons. He's got his yeah. own problems he's dealing yeah. with, but he does actually a lot for a lot of people, and I think he struggles yeah. uh, to fight off his substance abuse issues. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But he wants to also help out other people. And, yeah, especially I read an article where he... Uh, decided to get clean for his children, especially because his older child has um, some, like, learning He has uh, Angel Man Syndrome. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is actually, it's a pretty sad, it's a genetic disorder. Um, so, Colin, he passed this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I'm sure that, I honestly, I'm sure that it did pass his mind a lot because he seems to probably beat himself a lot. But Angel Man Disorder, uh, what it is, is uh, it's like a genetic um, disorder that affects um, intellectual development and physical development and speech uh, basically in kids up until I think their whole lives. It's kind of wow. sad. Um, but they also have like a happy demeanor the whole time. So it's very great. sweet. You know, you have to go through life smiling. That's yeah. The says, like, it's oh true. my God. You're right you are I like that you were totally very uh, like defensive of Selena Gomez, but now that we're talking about <laughs> sad kids, <laughs> genetic disorder, you're like fine making fun of it. <laughs> Like, you're comparing it to a spin instructor? Come on, man. Woo! She said, when you're spinning smile, it makes it easier. That's um, beautiful. But uh, he also, <laughs> other things he, I've looked up, he, uh, he's a gay rights advocate in Ireland. His brother is gay. His brother oh, is gay. Really? Uh, yeah, he's done a lot with that stuff. He's uh, raised money and awareness for Angel Man Foundation. There's a great video online of him at David Letterman. Now you can check out. Uh, that is another thing. Yeah, that's also. what I wanted to talk about. That's yeah, how yeah. I know Colin no. Farrell. 
Uh, I don't actually. I've never seen it. Really? I've you didn't. You didn't do your research. No, then. I. Sorry. I think I saw still of it though. Did, did you guys ever see the movie Daredevil? Does he look like the character in Daredevil? It's like he's got a shaved head and like a goatee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So that's that's kind of sad. Yeah, probably around the same time then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. which is just terrible that because that's his like worst role ever, and now it's immortalized <laughs> in a sex tape. Yeah. He also didn't want out. Like he mm-hmm. fought against it. It wasn't like he used it well, for his fame. You didn't want out. You should have filmed it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh, no holds no, barred. No, no. I'm just saying, if you want your dick picked out, don't take a picture. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. It's gonna get out. Okay? It was a good sex we tape, know, though. We know that the government is stealing shit from our phones. I remember downloading it on LimeWire and watching it I when I was yeah right. when I was in high school. I remember I, I, <laughs> I used to download LimeWire and I got a fucking virus and I had to get a crash. Oh yeah, we all did. <laughs> you, know, you know these kids these days won't even know. But that yeah, but that was a. Uh, I think Stream it was everything now. I think it was like uh, one of the only male sex tapes that were was out there and. Uh, yeah, but that's mostly a Pam Anderson video. It's like Tommy Lee's in it, but yeah, because of Pam Anderson. It's like Pam Anderson, Kim Kardashian, uh, yeah, yeah. China. This was the first one that and had I, like a an actor. Like yeah, and it was kind actor. of released as revenge, kind of, mm-hmm. which is pretty sad. That's what you get when you sleep with a playmate. But he didn't get any flack for it, really. It was just like, oh, cool, nice dick. This is where I dif- differ, uh, disagree with you. Uh, <laughs> is that I think this really did hurt his career because yeah. with this, with the substance abuse issues, it made him so uh, Hollywood didn't take him serious as yeah, an actor. Years to like rebuild his career. Oh, uh, yeah. He did that with Total Recall that he actually started building his career. Uh, I would say in Bruges <laughs> mostly. Uh, that was like a smaller hit that. Uh, Brought him more attention, like critical acclaim. But yeah, Total Recall. What had he done before that, please? Because oh, I only know dude. him from Phone Booth. Okay. Uh, here, I made a. L- I, I love Phone Booth. I love. He was only 26 when he did Phone Booth, and he hand, wow. he like does that. That whole movie's just him, basically, with mm-hmm. the voiceover of Kiefer Sutherland. Like that's a pretty impressive role yeah. to keep you interested. And then Ben Ben Foster's also in it as like a Eminem so he, type. Uh-huh. It's a it's an, uh, it's a fine movie. But all right, here's a list of good performances <laughs> I wrote. God, down. he wrote it down. I wrote these down. Uh, this is not in chronological order. It's just That's top of my head that I can remember. We got The New World, <laughs> uh, Minority Port, Tigerland. That was his first big one. We got Phone Booth, mm-hmm. Fright Night, a mediocre movie. He's fantastic the in it. Was good, but the remake was really bad. Like, <laughs> the remake was bad. Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't think it, the, the original is way better, but he's yeah, fantastic in it. Uh, Miami Vice, I think it's a good movie. Uh, there's problems with it, but it's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Wait, Colin, why do you <laughs> That's where the money is, man. You gotta make money. Uh, the the lobster. lobster. That was oh, like. Wow, that one was good. <laughs> lobster was good. Uh, in Bruges, uh, Seven Psychopaths, also starring Sam Rockwell, who Jesse Sparza does not know. <laughs> yeah, he's in tons of stuff. I don't know who that is. Charlie's Angel. Who? Crispin Glover? Crispin Glover? He's the one that, like, like in, in love with Drew Barrymore's character. He kisses her. He uh, does the dance. Oh, he does, to... like, the push-ups upside down or the sit-ups upside down? No, that's Justin Thoreau. Oh. You're thinking of Charlie's Angels, too? Full throttle. Yes! Oh, I live for that. I had yeah. that poster on my wall. Sam Rockwell is basically in everything you think of. What's that movie he was in with the poster where it's, like, um, a girl's legs coming out of a mouth or something? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> a girl's legs coming out of a mouth? Or was it vice versa? <laughs> <laughs> coming out of girl's legs? There's some movie, it's like a pink poster. I don't know what it's called. Uh, oh, you know what? I th- you're thinking of Choke, I want to say. Choke! Yeah, the... Oh my the god. Poster the book. poster with some legs in the mouth. Yeah, yeah, he plays a sex addict in yeah. it. Uh, tying also back to Colin Farrell. He's got some stuff that he's working Sam on. Sam Rockwell looks like Colin Farrell, kind of. Yeah, he's just a... Uh, I still, I couldn't tell you who he was. He's an assassination of Jesse James. He's done a lot of stuff. We could yeah. have a whole second okay, episode about this. let me see this, this list of... Wait, and then we also got A Home at the End of the World, mm-hmm. The Way Back, mm-hmm. Horrible Bosses, and uh, this is kind of controversial. True Detective season two. Yeah. He's great in it. The the show itself kind of 
is hurt by the fact that it's fairly convoluted and tries mm-hmm. to be more than it should be instead of being a smaller I story. I prefer True Detective season two over season one. I thought season one. I thought season one was very boring. I kept track of season two. I feel season one is definitely a smaller, self-contained story that's easier to like, people follow, and it's got great performances. The second one tries to branch out in this whole like California noir. Yeah. It was very popular. And I'll then say just gets lost I like the second season better, but I didn't finish it. <laughs> no, it's the it just kind of goes nowhere. Yeah, it just like the I like the up. song. I like the theme song. Not the theme song, but when it was the promos, that song that was like in the promos. Now, out of all these movies you just named, I've honestly only seen Phone Booth. Haven't seen you haven't seen Minority Report. No, that was a huge blockbuster. No, not for me. Hey, this actually ties in my point though about Colin Farrell is that all of his good performances are in mostly small, unknown films Mm -hmm. or lesser-known films. Mm -hmm. So the general public only has this opinion of him of these big kind of generic action movies Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. aren't good and they'll never be good, Mm -hmm. uh, which kind of sucks for him. Well, he should pick better roles. Wait, he was in. Wait, the way back. That's the. The way back. That's the comedy. No, that's the that's way, the way, way back. Oh well, fuck me. I really have only seen one. No, movie I get the way back is. Um, it's a film by Peter Ware, and it's basically about uh, prisoner of wars in World War II, escaping from a gulag in Siberia and trying to make it home. And he plays. Side supporting character of a Russian gangster. And it's not great. about a kid's summer vacation and staying at a water park. <laughs> also, it sort of looks like Colin Farrell in some way. Yeah, you know, I heard Colin Farrell was supposed to be on The Office. He was supposed to star in The Office, but then he turned it down. You know, he was on an episode of Scribes, so he has, uh, he knows his sitcom. <laughs> but yeah, I've never, uh, I only know him from the, a really, the phone booth, the sex tape, and like he dated Britney Spears. Yeah, I well, think he fucked Britney Spears. I think a lot of people that's all they know about him. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's why I got this argument the other day. There's two things I have strong opinions <clears> and I'll argue about is that one that Colin Farrell is a great actor and has deserves a better career and two, uh, Magic Mike isn't just a stripper movie. It's <laughs> fantastic and more people should take that seriously too. Wow. I honestly haven't seen it. You haven't seen Magic I, Mike? Seen or Magic Mike XXL? No. Why would I see the second one if I hadn't seen the first? Oh, because he, he thought you were going to go for J.D. Pinkett Smith. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and also Magic Mike XXL is more like spring break Magic Mike. You don't need to see the first one. It's more like the boys get back together and they go on a road oh. trip. Uh, and Donald Glover shows up and starts rapping in a strip club. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the interesting part. Um, uh, now, that's where the door closed for me. Here's what's funny. On Sorry. Colin Farrell's Wikipedia page, he doesn't even have a section for awards. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's messed up. Uh, he, I think he, you know what? I don't know. I'm saying he might get nominated for the last. Oh, he won a Golden Globe for In Bruges, which I don't know what that is. In Bruges. No, to be honest, I rented it and stopped watching after 15 minutes. I thought it was so It's a great movie. Uh, so that's what I'm gonna say. It's yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it's about a, a gangster who accidentally kills a young boy and deals with his consequences. It's got a comedy. You know what? I'm it. starting to realize Colin Farrell's a loser. <laughs> Post, um, I do have a Colin Farrell story, by the way. Yeah, one Please. Okay. I, I put some fun facts before we get into that. Mm-hmm. Okay, since he was 12, he suffered from chronic insomnia. Cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Okay, in 1993, he auditioned to be in the boy band. Um, oh, I forgot the name. I think it's called Boy Zone or Boy Town. I think okay. Boy Zone boy sounds Zone. right. Uh, he, uh, quote, there were 150 people outside the door with very spray pants, tight t-shirts, etc. I went in and sang Careless Whisper twice. <laughs> they asked me to sing it again because they couldn't believe how shocking I was. <laughs> and then when he was 18, he was suspected for attempted murder. 
Wow. Even the police sketch apparently looked remarkably, remarkably like him. However, he found an alibi in the form of his friend's diary, which explained that they spent the night hopping around the town popping MDMA. And that's, wow. like, not a dark story. Like, I feel like he told that as, like, a nice anecdote yeah, on, like, Jay Leno or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, his child, childhood idol is Al Pacino. And they actually worked together on the movie The Recruit. And Pacino called him the best actor of his generation. Wow. That's an award he is. He's only 40. I thought he would at least be 50. No, man, he got famous at like 23, I want to say. That's when Tigerland was. was Well, I guess he still has some time to win an award, right? Oh, I want to say he'll probably get nominated for The Lobster for at least a Golden Globe, but I don't know if he'll get an Oscar because it was once again kind of like passed over. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't even win a Kids' Choice Award for Daredevil. <laughs> Wait, for what? Daredevil. Oh. He was nominated right. for a well, Teen Choice Award, there. but yeah. he didn't win. <laughs> that, that was in, like, I want to say, like, the middle of his addiction, because that movie is... Oh, okay. I wanna, this is the thing. Uh, very few films that he's in are bad because of him. I want to say, like, like, they're bad films, but, but he, he himself, brings... Yeah, he, brings he always brings something. Okay. Uh, my, my thing with his acting, I was watching films, is, is that... Uh, it's with his, it's his, it's eyes. Like there's like a, there's feeling, there's motion behind, there's like a weight. Like you can kind of see him like process and be infected by everything, no matter what it is, as opposed to just like saying the lines. Or he also doesn't really overact in most of his roles outside of Daredevil. Like it's yeah. kind mm-hmm. of like he, he's more self-contained. Uh, that's why I think he's fascinating to watch. And so what was your story? Uh, okay. I technically, I, uh, I guess I would say I kind of stalked him for like two minutes. Oh, wow. Uh, it was... At the uh, at a Starbucks in Los Feliz. Oh wow! I was uh, walking to a bar okay. with a friend. Uh, I don't want to call him out, but he's just like, "Hey man, I think Colin Farrell was in that uh, suburban." I was like, "There's no way Colin Farrell's in that suburban because it's like 10 o'clock at night mm-hmm, outside of Starbucks." Mm-hmm. Uh, also, just guys, Jesse's been on his phone the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna call him out here. Like he's actually not even looking at anything on his phone. He's just scrolling through his apps, <laughs> and he's going, mm-hmm, "All right." <laughs> I'm listening. Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> but no, and then I then I come back out and I see a guy exit that suburban. And I'm like, man, that looks kind of like Colin Farrell. I'm gonna follow Colin Farrell into the Starbucks and see what happens. Okay. Uh, go in, and it is him. Here's the thing: this is also why I like him so much. Behind him in the line, talking to the barista. One, he knows her. She knows him, so they got a rapport, and like clearly he's a regular. Yeah. Two, super pleasant, polite guy. Like the nicest thing ever. The, she knew his order. He said thank you. To so what did he get? Her well. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head, to be honest with you. Uh, I want to say it was like a very simple, down-to-earth drink. <laughs> very straightforward. Like a yeah, a latte, mm-hmm. but like, just like, and she knew exactly how he liked it. Okay. And then... Extra steam? Uh, yeah, let's say that. Okay. And then he pleasantly said goodbye, and he went on his night. Does he have an act? Have you ever approached him or had any words with him? No, I wouldn't. I, I, would, I feel weird approaching anyone that's no, somewhat famous. <laughs> I don't. I think I want to say it's like a rental. It looked like. Did a you order car. anything, or did he yeah, just run a, out? Uh, I got a small black coffee because you were That's just you felt bad for just being there. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I just followed a. I'm a man in his late twenties. Just followed another <laughs> man into a Starbucks for no reason at 10:30 at night. I kind of uh, became well, self-aware in that moment. You, were following him. you could have just. You could have been his assistant. You could have been a homeless man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, if you're wearing what you're wearing now, does he have an accent? Uh, he does. He's Irish. So he has, like, he ordered with an accent? Yeah. Uh, Pretty cool. Also, great hair, guys. Fantastic hair. Really? Yeah, he's got kind of, like, an undercut, but he's, like, slicks back up the top, and then he kind of, like, runs his hand through it. Like, he's a cool guy. (laughs) Okay, do you have anything else to say before we move on? Because I want to do a game really quick. Okay. um, I just, you know what? I think everyone uh, should 
you know, rethink their stances on Colin Farrell. Like, or think about him. Yeah. I, I've never thought about him, to be I, honest. That's, I feel like that's a problem. There's a lot of uh, actors that he's better at, better than that get Ooh, more like credit. Um, <laughs> Tom Cruise. Like, name me, like, another guy that's sort of... Uh, oh, you, here's the thing. All right, Casey Affleck's getting a lot of buzz right now for Manchester by the Sea. I think Colin Farrell could do better in any movie than Casey Affleck. I wow. feel like he's way better... All stuff. Okay, uh, I've never seen Casey Affleck in a movie. So. Wait, what is he? Do you guys in? see movies or guys just he... read celebrity blogs? <laughs> Excuse <laughs> like, me, this? you say that like it's a bad thing. I'm not. It's just also. Do you write your own stuff there? Because that was like really fun to listen to. I saw you reading it. It was oh, like, all yeah, your own. I just copy and paste. <laughs> oh I, I, great! I, I, I thought that was you. I thought that was you. That was your own. <laughs> it was good. Oh my God, he, Greg is pulling back the curtain and exposing <laughs> Oz. Are you kidding me? What is I, mean, it? I don't enjoy most. Like I went yesterday and saw Arrival. I thought it was the most boring movie I've ever seen. I agree with that. I well, definitely agree with that. Can I just ask, what's your guys' like favorite movie, or what's an actor that you guys like, or I actress? Love Angela Bassett. <laughs> Great. Okay. Really? Well, I didn't cool. know. I wouldn't Both have thought have that. Also had comebacks lately, so that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Do you watch Stranger Things yet? Obviously, hello. Okay. <laughs> Do you watch uh, American Horror Story? No. This latest season I heard was actually pretty good. You know what? I have to be quite honest. <laughs> I felt like it was a total misstep. I think that they went in not really knowing what they were doing, so there was like three different sections of the show this season. Now it could have been planned, but to me it wasn't planned because it was very unorganized and it wasn't executed properly for me. I just have to be honest. <laughs> that's fair. Story hasn't been good since season two. I, I, I want to say that's like every season though since it first came out. Like they constantly retool it uh, during production. It seems yeah. like, uh, which why not like the show? Like I'm prepared, but I have to be honest. Like that's just my opinion. <laughs> hey, yeah, <laughs> you keep it at one hundred. Is that? yeah, no, I haven't so. seen American Horror Story since the first yeah, season. Yeah, she's now be in, what did I see that she's oh, she's playing someone's mom in something, right? Uh, oh, shoot, what was it? Yeah, a big meaty role. Oh, you know what? Is it Black Panther? Black Panther. Yeah, I think oh. she's gonna be the black uh, mom of Black Panther. I expected Angela Bassett to be the mom in Moonlight when I watched it last night. No, no, I thought Naomi Pace Pate, whatever her name is. Really good. Naomi, is it Harris? Is that who it was? No, no, Naomi Harris. Uh, Naomi Rapace is the woman from um, oh. Prometheus. Uh, <laughs> she's a white woman. Yeah, she's a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just want me? I could come on this all the time and just like start doing like fact checking for and you no, guys. No, we like being wrong. But I do yeah. love, I saw an article that was like how Moonlight succeeded with no stars. And so they're throwing shade at Janelle Monáe because <laughs> she's harsh. not a star. Uh, she's not an actress. She's a star, but not an actress. And... So you guys, uh, I want to play a really quick game. I want to, I'm going to read you guys quotes. Yeah. And I want to know, is it a quote by Colin Farrell? Mm-hmm. Or is it a quote by um, previous United States Secretary of State, <laughs> Colin Powell? Ah! I love this. Okay. So anyway, you can answer. It doesn't matter. Okay. 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 There are no secrets to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from failure. Colin Farrell. Uh. You know what? I want to say Colin Farrell, too, on this one. It was Colin Powell. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's so generic, though. That's, <laughs> yeah. like, that's on Colin Farrell. Yeah. Like, that feels like he was, like, the like the speaker at a commencement at a college and just, like, half-assed it. <laughs> it sounds like he's quoting, like, a yeah. Starbucks coffee cup or something. It's in Chicken Soup you for the Soul. <laughs> Sorry, not around. You're scrutinized all through your life. You're scrutinized by your family, by yourself, by your society, and your friends in a certain way, shape, or form. Colin this, Farrell. Yeah, I'm gonna say Colin Farrell. This is gonna be a trick yeah, thing Colin where it's Farrell. okay. Perfect. I thought it was gonna all be Colin Powell. I literally just opened a quote page, and I'm just reading the quote straight off. So no trickery. You gotta pick which one it is. All right. Okay. 
But I dare not to think too far into the future on the risk that I'll miss the present. Colin Powell. Wait, can you say it one more time? <laughs> but I dare not think too far into the future on the risk that I'll miss the present. Um, you know, that sounds like it would be like a high school yearbook quote, so I'm going to say Colin Farrell. I say Colin I Powell. can't imagine Colin Powell actually saying that. No, it's Colin Farrell. Wow. Yeah. If <laughs> Colin Powell said that, that'd be <laughs> sad. A also, dream doesn't become reality through magic. It takes sweat, determination, and hard work. Colin Powell. Uh, let's say Colin Powell. It was Colin Powell. Okay, great. Wow. I've never seen a moon in the sky. <laughs> what? I've never seen a moon in the sky that if it didn't take my breath away, at least misplaced it for a moment. Oh, this is definitely Colin, Colin Farrell, right? Colin Powell. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yeah. Wow! Okay, it's just honestly, if Colin Powell was like a top level government official, he's a general. If he said something about the moon, I'd be like, that'd be disturbing, right? Sorry, I don't know who Colin Powell is. I know, please keep going. Yeah, he's a fucking general. Like, he's like one of the most. Oh, is he the one that got put in jail? No, I'm thinking, wait. He got put in jail and then he was released. And I don't want. I want to say no. Gen, you know, uh, no you know general what? in the United States has been put in jail. Who am I thinking of? Uh, are you thinking of like Oliver North? No, 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 no. Okay, I'll, I'll look it up. Uh, David Petraeus? No, 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 no. It's gonna be really funny when I say it. Okay. If you're going to achieve excellence in big things, you develop the habit in little matters. Excellence is not an exception; it's a prevailing attitude. Okay, that's definitely Colin Powell. Wait, say it again. If you're not going, I'm oh, sorry, if you are going to achieve excellence in big things, you develop the habit in little matters. Excellence is not an exception, it's a prevailing attitude. I'm thinking of Nelson Mandela. I say it's uh, Colin. Can we just go back real quick? Jesse <laughs> thinks that Colin Powell and Nelson Mandela are the same person. Oh, well, I mean, they both have to do with government, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, in very different countries. And they're both around the same age. <laughs> Was it Powell or Farrell? Uh, Powell. Uh, I said Powell. Yeah, okay. I said Powell. It was Powell. Yeah. <laughs> Not Nelson Mandela. I, wait, I, get, I get flack <laughs> for calling out Selena Gomez, and we're just going to let this slide. <laughs> yeah, you know, par for the course. Okay. <laughs> Because, see, Nelson Mandela is like, why? So I feel like he would be saying these things. But now that I know it's Colin Powell, like an attorney general, right? Is that who he is? No, he was. Yeah. Pain seems to be easier, or melancholy seems to be easier to portray in a character. If this is Colin Powell, I'm going to be amazed. I don't know if that's because I'm a human being or because I'm an Irishman or both. <laughs> You're a Wait. fucking idiot. <laughs> no, Jesse, you can't critique this because you actually might think Colin Farrell's <laughs> no. Irish. Uh, it's Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Correct. <laughs> I've got plenty of love in my life already in the form of my son and a few good friends who I value dearly. Colin, Colin Farrell. Correct. <laughs> Perpetual optimism is a forced manipula- uh, multiplier. Uh, Colin Powell. Sure, I'll go with Colin Powell. It is Powell. Wow, you're getting you got all these right. Oh, that's it. That's fine. Okay. I feel like they both have a lot of <laughs> quotes attributed to them. What? Oh, you're oh you're saying this was the game. Yeah. When would Colin Powell have to give like a quote? That's my. Well, he I'm like be, hung up uh, on this. He used to be. Uh, uh, he, he was, well, yeah, when he addresses colleges, I want to say. Who is Nelson Mandela? He was the one from 
Um, when he was jailed for like 40 years. That's what I said. Yeah. Well, that's not who we're talking about. Is he African? Yeah, he's South African, man. He uh-huh. beat apartheid. Like, <laughs> he's like a really well-known figure. Okay, so Jeff- like, he might be one of the most influential figures of the last hundred years no, or more. Just move on. Okay, so now we're going to move on to our segment, Two Extra or Just Enough. So, um, Greg, this segment is either we're going to record a story. Okay. And you're going to, afterwards, after we discuss about it, we want to know, do you think is this too extra? Is the person or the situation doing too much and they need to stop? Or is it just enough, you know, they didn't give us what we wanted, we want them to keep going. Okay? Do you understand? Yeah, what do I say if it's the you second one? too extra or just enough? Just enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. On Monday, November 21st, <laughs> a Twitter user shared a pic of Nicki Minaj that uh, allegedly, or sorry, hold on. A Twitter user shared a pic of Nicki Minaj allegedly uploaded showing her phone using Verizon, an apparently scandalous bit of info since she does commercials for T-Mobile. Oh. Okay, so quote, Nicki Minaj promotes T-Mobile but uses Verizon. Well, Verizon caught wind of this and the next day they decided to do what anyone on the internet does best, tweet petty things for attention. Oh my God. Quote, Bru- Oh my God. Quote, Timo, what's good? Ah! Oh my god. Well, of course, Nicki Minaj came back at Verizon with the receipts, setting the record straight like the boss that she is. <laughs> and T Mobile joined in on the party. Oh my god. She wrote, um, Congratulations at Verizon. You played yourself. It's a screenshot from my cameraman's phone. Oh. At T Mobile for life. Hashtag unlimited data. <laughs> this is just enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's just enough. This is, that, that is. These are all, guys, these are all adults. These are all, like, Nicki Minaj is how old, 30? I feel... There is, it is a gay boy running the... I know, that's what I was going to say. I'm not going to... Yeah, yeah. Or I... No, I feel like it's all... Why did you clap back? Who cares? I feel like it's all old white men who are like, oh, this is relevant, huh? Um, At T-Mobile, what's good? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people just with, like, a lot of money at... At stake, and then they're like, "Oh, let's make this a fun thing that we can also get some news out of." That's but so it's funny. Just, honestly, Nikki, I would have done more to be honest. I would have, I would have um, brought Ariana into it because Ariana has a T-Mobile sponsorship too, oh and my. I would have brought in, you know, whoever else. And I would have been like, "Oh no, none of us be using that because guess what? We all think we use AT." This is too much. This is too extra. This is too extra. There's a bunch of white guys in like at a, like a company board right now high-fiving over these tweets. Like this yeah, is terrible. What if like both companies are being promoted? Yeah. You know, I hate it. I, I hate it all. Was, I think this this was premeditated by Verizon. <laughs> <laughs> I say both of them, man. They like they definitely there was collusion going on here. They both wanted some news and there's your conspiracy for the night. Team Verizon. Yeah. Okay, well, Leah Michelle, if you're asking who, she's from Glee. <laughs> she dreams of being a mom and being, and um, her, sorry, her dreams of being a mom are being answered by her best pal and celebrity fascist stylist, Brad Reski, who we know, that was on the used to work for though, right? I don't know. Okay. Even though the 39-year-old Brad is openly gay, the Glee girl has cast him to play her baby daddy in real life. Oh my god. Leah's biological clock has been ticking ever since she turned 30, and Brad wants to have a child but doesn't want to raise it. Oh my god. <laughs> what does he want? He just wants to spread a seed? What? Oh my god. So we're supposed to, to not the average couple. Brad would do anything to help Leah, and Leah couldn't think of a better father figure than Brad. This is too extra. This is too extra. Um, this is definitely hey, extra. Clock isn't ticking, Leah, you're 30. I want to yeah. say Brad definitely uh, let this leak. I feel like yeah. he was the one, because also, we said who. We don't know. My favorite quote from this is, uh, Brad wants to have a child, but not have to raise one. Yeah, I feel like child. Yeah, I feel like Brad. that's I feel like that's so dumb and so lame. I wouldn't I personally would never have someone's kid unless it was my own. Exactly, the, 
you know what? I have to always go back to Sherry Shepard, you guys. Okay, so Sherry Shepard. You know, I know the story. This is it's this is a fucked up story. I'm not okay, sure who's side I'm on. Oh wait. Yeah. Uh, what was it that uh, her ex-husband basically like? I forget what it was. <laughs> it was like they were supposed to have a kid, and then yeah, she so said no. There's a contract. Okay. Yeah. Sherry Shepard and her ex-husband yeah. took her DNA and his her egg and his sperm and put it and planted it into a surrogate. Uh-huh. But while the surrogate was pregnant, they got divorced, mm-hmm. and Sherry does not want to have um, anything to do with the baby. She doesn't want to pay child support. Nothing. It's like. And so whose kid is it? It's, well, it's his child. It, it, it's her DNA, but she doesn't want it since they broke up. So whose kid is it going to be? So it's his. He has. Full, full so she just turned her back on it? She just turned her back on the fetus. Oh, that's wrong. I think that's messed up. I know, and she finally, they went to court, and now she's, she got out of having to pay, because she didn't want to pay child support. Oh my god. That is so crazy. No. But he has the kid now? He has the kid. And he's just going to say your mom didn't want you? Yes. <gash> that's so crazy. You know. so now, in this like, case, do you think the child should be with the father? <laughs> I said, in this case, do you think the child should be with the father? He's or? trying to drag me now because of what I said with Madonna. I think that's evil, Sherry Shepard. A child isn't like a toy or even like a dog. You can't turn your back yeah, on a it's child. Weird to like basically try I to nullify it, a contract about a mind, kid. I think it hurt my since it wasn't born yet. She didn't see it. Like, so it's how old is, is how old is the kid now? now? The baby's probably like a year old. I thought I heard something where like she basically like they agreed to have this kid in order to like save the relationship or whatever and then it came out like he might have had an affair I don't want this is all speculation I feel like this might have heard that all I know is Mm, that's why she's like turned her back on it and that's what I'm saying like Brad don't do this because you're saying now that you don't want to raise the child but then what happens when uh, if you don't have a written contract and then Leah comes to you for that child support yeah I don't think he. I feel like or what if he wants someone? What if he then wants to raise the kid and she's like no 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 she's like no 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 Leah just go Adopt a child. Adopt a child. Adopt a kid. There's many kids in need. Yeah. There you go. That's that's a good sentiment. Let's say two extra. Yeah, <laughs> say two extra. Yeah, no problem. Okay, so we have another Taylor Swift story this week. Sorry, pop star Taylor Swift part of BFF bitching nonstop about nasty nitpicking homeowners association members making her life a living hell at her New York City apartment. That included griping about everything, visitors, visitor hours, noise, renovations, etc. And so Miss Taylor Swift, Miss the Slytherin Snake herself, <laughs> unlimited her long legs, actually charged into the formal meeting. What? Today said uh, a Swift source. It was outrageous like a movie scene. People's jaw dropped when uh, Taylor sashayed in on a surprise visit and started sweet-talking the Starstruck HOA members. Quote, since, the brief, uh, since that brief but high-powered face-to-face, no one is, quote, shaking it up anymore. <coughs> Both tenants of Taylor's pals are all acting super neighborly now. This is just enough. You know what? If your friends need Taylor, you go get her back. Give us some of her. No, power. two extra. You I can't abuse it, your, your uh, power. I think it's two extra. I abuse your power. Who cares? If, if, I, if Taylor Swift walked into a homeowner's association, I should, I'd shoot her. <laughs> I'd put a stake in her heart. Just kidding. No, I just... Yeah, you know what? You can't do that. You gotta... You gotta stay out. You know what? Hey, send a personal check. Take care of it that way. This is all very calculated, Taylor. I don't appreciate do you it. ever, like, wonder if, like, PR flack for these celebrities every time just like hate themselves for having to write these stories up and send them to gossip blogs. No, they're getting paid thousands of dollars. Are you kidding me? Look, yeah, we're doing this shit for like, free. That's true. <laughs> we're paying for this. <laughs> I'm paying for this. You mean? <laughs> I have to drive out here. <laughs> Justin Bieber punched a man in Barcelona, Spain. I, <laughs> the invasive um, strip 
stranger reached through the pop superstar's open car window while the vehicle was moving and reportedly grabbed at the pop star's chest and face. Although it can't be seen clearly in the video, a source close to Bieber exclusively tells Gossip Cop the man grabbed the singer by the face and then Justin Bieber hit back in self-defense. And then there was pictures afterwards the guy was bleeding. Like, I mean, it didn't look that hard. Oh, like, wow. He must have because he was bleeding. He must have had like and, a... Uh, girl was reporting that mm. um, it wasn't a fan. It was someone that was bragging about that they were going to assault Justin Bieber and that um, it happened. So, you know what? This is too extra. Oh, I think it's just enough. Uh, two extra on both accounts, right? The, I think it's two extra on both. Justin, why was your window down? I, I want to know. I know you're driving to greet the fans, but Justin. I want to know where the bodyguards are. The bodyguards should have caught that shit. I'm telling you, if I get famous, I'm going to have bodyguards all over me. Are you kidding me? Out, there wouldn't be bodyguards outside the car. I would hire bodyguards. You sit in the middle, man. You sit in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I would I, hire bodyguards to walk outside the car. I would, the thing is, like, damn, Justin's a beast. Cause I wouldn't think to punch that quick. Like, he went up. Pop! Um, when I was, uh... When I was a kid, my mom would make uh, my younger sister sit in the middle and my two, myself, my other sister, sit on the sides just in case anyone fell out. It wouldn't be my younger sister. Oh, they, uh, the you car, in case, in case, in case the doors <laughs> suddenly came ajar. She cared about her more than yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is why Justin Bieber sit in the middle, man. You're not going to get hurt that way. You know what? I was always in the middle because I was getting too good. It wasn't because of protection, it's because my sisters were like able to claim the outfit. No, yeah, you, we would have benefits. Like the middle. Yeah, I had all the back to myself. I, I'd actually sit in the front. Yeah, you ain't in the front seat. <laughs> Julian, I, you have two sisters? I three. Three sisters, and Jesse, you are an only child? Yes. It's lovely. We're getting to know each other. This is nice. <laughs> have, like, two I have two sisters. They both live in L.A. I'm the middle. Um, yeah, their names are Kim and Lindsay. Feel free to look them up on Facebook. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, a new report makes a shocking claim. That Mandy Moore wants a bigger role on her TV show, This Is Us. Can I give you a review oh. for this TV show? Sure, because I've never seen it. It's very good. You know, that surprised me. I heard that that uh, the commercial for it made it look terrible. It was like once no, in a generation it's very that good. show comes along. I don't know what... I don't know what you would classify it as, like a comedy, a drama. I don't know what it's about. It's just about people living their lives. It is, like but I still dramedy. can't I can't describe it. I think it's about... I think, isn't it a general... Like, it takes, it's like... She's the mother of three kids. That okay, well, don't spoil yeah, it for people. Well, that's the first episode. So, yeah. sorry, yeah. The, the, the it's yeah. three siblings, three siblings living together in 2016. One of them is an adopted black man. The other two, one's fat and one's like a fail uh, or an actor who just got kicked off of his TV show. And that's intercut with the past, their mother and father raising the three triplets. So it's like weaving time and space, but it's about, it's just, it's very good. It's very well written. It reminds me, do you guys ever watch that show 30 something back in the day with like your moms or anything? No. Okay. 30 something was like the same thing where it was like a, like a, like a domestic dramedy yeah. that follows these people like through their real lives. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I sit down and I watch it and I watch it all and I'm like, I need more. It's very good. I think it's very, very good. I like that. It's good. I like everyone in the show. That's awesome. But she wants a bigger role. Yeah, so She's already been singing in it like three or four times. Well, every time Wait, really? She gets a new script. She flips through to see how many lines she has and actually counts her lines one by one. <laughs> the writers tried to explain to Mandy that they value her work in the show and don't want to lose her. She obviously felt that she is the bigger star and NBC should be using her influence and featuring her more often. However, they aren't and she feels uh, sidelined by people she considers less famous and talented than she is. She couldn't take it anymore and demanded that the writers give her more um, screen time or else. That's the thing, though. This is us writers explain to more how the show's format is set up and that they cannot jump too much from decade to decade. They told her that they still have to feature the triplets in the present day, so they hope 
she would be patient and stay with the show. That's you know what? She is the star. Because no one would be tuning in unless it was Mandy. Because Mandy gave us candy. The thing is, the... Jesus. She did the, the, the... She was the feature song for... Um, the uh, ballet dance movie on Center Stage. Oh okay, she sang Zoe Saldana when she was younger. Okay, and then she was also giving us. Um, she was the main we'll girl walk in to remember. Diaries. Right. She was the legendary role of Walk to Remember, where she played the Christian school girl, oh and then she died from cancer. Okay, and the shame. She's also the villain in the movie Saved, uh, which yeah. Team Pregnancy and she satire. Was also in Tangled. Okay, and she also has a legendary catalog. Of um, albums with a cover album included and I met her at Amoeba for a <laughs> live singing performance of her album Amanda Lee and she signed the CD and said that album was cute that's nice uh, you know what the thing is I know I haven't watched the show yet but I know the adopted son in it is from um, American Crime Story he played uh, Christopher Darden mm-hmm. and he was amazing in that show so I want to say he sh- I feel like should be the star of this one yeah. I feel like he's the best and actor on it and Mandy Moore's honestly the role isn't that big it's not that big. But it's, now, like, she thought she was promised the No. To wrong. be fair to Mandy, though, also, I feel like uh, anyone, when they get a script, counts their lines individually and counts them all up. Just yeah, see how pulling, many lines they have. They're pulling a Jesse as far as... It doesn't matter about how many lines you get. It matters how big your paycheck is. So yeah. guess what? The more you get paid and the less you have to work. I mean, hello, girl. That is the payoff. So guess what you need to do? Is I would march into... Uh, the accountant's office oh my God. for the show, and I would make sure that my check would be biggest. I want a check bigger than the producers and the creators of the show, mm-hmm. actually. Who's, I would say, if my check is not bigger... Who's getting paid more than her on that show? Is it Milo Ventimiglia? It might be, because let me see who's credited first. It's Yeah, it's Milo Ventimiglia. Um, so. He's first and she's second. Well, you know what, Mandy? Sure. It's better to be second than fifth. So. I know. Guys, watch this show. It's very good. I heard it's, yeah, that's great. Uh, I want to say uh, two extra if it's true. And, yeah, you know what? To me, this is just enough. Oh, my God. Because Mandy deserves a world. Okay, she gave us all those legendary roles and all those legendary albums. She gave us um, American Dream. Oh, with, uh, Bruce, Hugh, uh, uh, Hugh Grant, right? Hugh Grant? Yeah. I only know her from What's Walk to Remember. What's your feelings on Hugh Grant? You guys oh, have... uh, did you hear that he is... I, mean, I, I don't know. I just read the... Um, I just read the... Um, Elizabeth Hurley. I was gonna wow. say he introduced. I was gonna say he introduced us to Elizabeth Hurley, so that's the only reason I like him. Have you guys heard I this? I love him for all his. Uh, he like has a bunch of children with a bunch of women, and he's always. Oh yeah, he's a cad. He 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 got caught. He got caught with a hooker. Well, I love him yeah. for his like a tabloid stuff right now. Well, have you guys heard the story that he's like straight up banned from a college in Great Britain? Because uh, it's like this, I forget what college, it's not St. Andrews, so he but can't go like back that. to college. But no, wants? basically, what happens is every year they host like a, a golf tournament, a bunch of celebrities go to, and Hugh Grant, multiple times, has been caught sneaking into like the dorms to hook up with uh, like undergrads. Uh, and it was so, like, there's pictures online of it happening. I think you can also find the letter that the college sent to all the students in there, like, please do not bring Hugh Grant and like, the yeah, name. Grant, you are a freak. Yeah, I feel like Hugh Grant is akin to Colin Farrell and that I don't care about either of them. Well, this has been great. You've Man, oh, wait. Uh, can I? There is one thing I forgot to say earlier is that uh, <laughs> uh, Colin Farrell has, I think, my favorite movie quote uh, of all time. Please, we it's love great. doing reenactments. It's from the movie Miami Vice, directed great. by Michael Mann. Okay. Uh, Do you want us to do anything? Any stage directions? Any in- interior, exterior? No, it just it takes place in Miami. I guess that's the only thing. And the line is... I'm a fiend for mojitos. It's amazing. Look up the clip. Check it out. It's 
probably the best acting he's ever done. <laughs> well, this is the job this guy. <laughs> I feel like you guys did not even give Colin Farrell a chance. I'm going to be honest with you on this one. I've seen him with all the movies you mentioned. I, I followed his career. I like his porn and uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, his, his scandal with Britney Spears. That's true. That's <laughs> nice. Well, you know what? Thanks for having me. And do you have anything to plug or promote? Uh... Like, uh, social media, people can follow you guys? No, I don't really uh, do uh, social media. I'm not good at that. Uh, you know what? You can see me every Sunday and Monday night at my work. Uh, you can do that. Where are you working at? I'm not uh, going to. Working at, like, um, uh, what is it called? Like, Hustlers? Or what is it? What do you mean? Like, what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the strength you, of the diamond? Um, there's a, I don't know. A, a, Ace of Diamond? No. Ace, no, Ace uh, of Spades? Now, I did hear a rumor. I did hear a rumor that you were a male stripper. Now, is this true or not? <laughs> Have you ever been a male stripper? No, I've never uh, been a male stripper. Okay, well, that uh, rumor is debunked. Was that a real rumor? Mm-hmm. Who, who would say that? <laughs> you're just making things up now. No, no, I heard a rumor that you were a male I stripper. I did. I used to also work at an investment bank for a little bit doing uh, research on oil and gas companies. Well, maybe, maybe I got that confused. Lived a life. Maybe I got That's that confused with male stripper. Very different. Well, you, said you can see me at my work Monday or Tuesday. I'm thinking about Uh No, I figure that you, I meant you guys. You, you guys know where I work. You work at Pump? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> that's the one that, uh, what's her name from Real Housewives? Lisa Housewife? Vanderpump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trunks? What's Trunks? It's in West Hollywood. Is it a restaurant? Or no, it's, it's oh, okay. like a, a, it's a, it's a bar. Nice. Okay, cool. Uh, no, I don't have anything to plug. I just uh, want to say thanks for having me. Well, thank you so much for being here. Honestly, one of our most informed uh, guests. Yeah, I have to be honest, like, you were the most... On your yeah, that's great. I heard you guys didn't. Uh, yeah. Not oh yeah, this. that's definitely. It's gotta be uh, who you said <laughs> Michelle. It was yeah, yeah, that's definitely. And now we like to end the podcast okay. with um, our guests giving our listeners um, uh, word of advice, something that they can take with them. You know, until they see us next week. What is that for you? Um, <laughs> what was one of those Colin Powell quotes? <laughs> <laughs> just like, just do you have audio of Colin Powell? We should just like go out on like a speech that Colin Powell. No, yeah. what is your what is your word of advice? Uh, I would say my uh, I, someone told me when I was younger that when you go into a, a business or anything like that, always treat the secretary and the staff there with the most respect because they're the pl- people who secretly run that. I feel like a lot of people uh, take that for granted. Whether it be waitstaff or something like that, they're kind of rude. So that doesn't apply to us. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, okay, uh, you live, laugh, love. There you go. Okay, thank you. Bye. Thank you.